trying to figure out audio problems. Yeah, so then we want to watch me compile also. Um, <laughs> As the yeah, old Linux so proverb goes, if you're watching a video of a tree falling and you can't hear it, you're probably using Linux. <laughs> yeah, this is a, so. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to go into the specifics of it, but you guys know just when you changing doing one hardware event just destroys the whole audio stack for some reason. So it's good stuff. Um, so thanks for everyone sticking around for this though, because this is uh, quite quite annoying. But yeah, we out here. Um, welcome everybody. It's Thugcrab time. So, oh yeah. We. How is everybody doing so far? Pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I haven't had to touch Ulsa, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good week. <laughs> it is a good week. Yeah. No. Pretty cool. I've had yep. the week off. I've been um, ooh, went went out on a little mini vacation. Um, it was nice. I got to see nature for the first time in my life. Mm, nature. Um, <laughs> for what it felt like. <laughs> no, it was awesome. Actually, I went to um, some cool places. I saw a lot of beautiful sights and uh, ate some good food. And so now I'm back and ready to, you know, do a bunch of things this rest of the week. Back to the dumpster fire. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have some recharged energy so you can deal with those Linux yeah. audio problems. Well, I guess in your case, it's a new dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, oh, yeah. everything's uh, going chill, though. Does anyone work on any cool products this weekend? Well, I did the uh, DB script thing. I was playing around with that. Oh, yeah. Weeks. I heard the, I'm sorry. I, I didn't see that until after. Um, oh, you're fine. Put it out. We'll put it out in the next week's show notes, unless you want to talk about it right now. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. Just, uh, I like deobfuscating things <laughs> because I hate myself. Uh, so I spent a good part of the weekend uh, just pulling in, pulling apart this uh, BB script thing uh, and unpacking it. It had a lot of really interesting, like, anti debugging things in place. Uh, mm -hmm. Checked a lot of system specs. It did, uh, it did this weird thing where basically it pops up an alert and it like times how long it takes for you to close that alert box. Mm -hmm. so if you have something that's automatically closing it, then it will just kill the script, which is a fun technique. Anyway, that's yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. No, um, yeah, we'll definitely put that in the notes for next week. I don't know to check it out because, yeah, we definitely see a lot of really weird, obfuscated stuff and. It's usually just more of an exercise in patience rather than actual skill. It's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like uh, uh, execute this little non-malicious snippet, see what the output is, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, keep it rocking. Yes, it's a lot of fun stuff though. Um, definitely hate JavaScript a lot. Um, yeah, and this is VB script, so it's worse. Oh yeah, VB script as well. <laughs> yeah, no, goddamn, I hate it all and PHP. Um, What's up? Hey, what's up? Uh, um, just, sorry, I was just making sure you guys could hear me a bit. Yeah, sorry for yeah you good. Um, so I've been working on some new chat challenges in my week off. Ooh. So we're not, we're probably, actually, we just aren't going to announce them. You'll just have to take a look at our Twitter and um, random places where you might communicate with us and you'll maybe see something. And if you see something, don't say anything and just follow the challenge. And uh, you'll be in our uh, in our midst. We're going to be definitely doing um, limited amounts of auth tokens every time we do it for a little bit, um, just to see what happens. Probably be limited to like a very few 
Um, so you have to be one of the first people to solve it, um, to get it. And it also will hopefully not give you an incentive to share it with the world. Um, there'll be a lot of more interesting anti-debug and anti-sharing tricks as well. So rip to you. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually scanning yeah, yeah. Craigslist, eBay, Git, GitHub. <laughs> All the places yeah. where you could could be selling. Uh, we did make a Reddit um, to, to help us out a little bit. We have r slash thug crowd if anybody wants to join that too to share links with us. Um, we'd love to Because um, we were, um, yeah, um, Dave made it for us a while back. and we, we, It was definitely underutilized. So um, we should start using it a bit more to uh, yeah. cross post information. Because there's a lot of stuff that I was, I wanted to get more involved in it because I saw that there is a lot of random thug crowd screenshots in different parts of reddit that just had a ton of interactions that i'm like wow we just have not capitalized on this at all yeah yo what up hey let's go yo also so, shout out uh, to dave who's uh, been streaming natlas development on uh, on twitch.tv yeah definitely check out dave's stream he's awesome is he still streaming uh, not not like right this moment, but he uh, has been. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to promote that one over again. That's good stuff. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. All right. Let's just jump right into it. There's a lot of news here. So this this is probably the most news that we've collected in a while. Um. It's in part due to there just being a lot of things that happened that were really interesting. But also a lot of people shared stuff with us, which is really cool. We got tagged in a lot of things. Um, if you ever see anything interesting or you want to share something with us, just CC at Thug Crowd on Twitter and we'll pick it up and review it. And if it's cool, we'll throw it in our show notes. And if it sucks, we might not. Yeah, sorry. That's right. Don't send us. That's a right. Tag. If it sucks, uh, you know, let know. It, it, yeah. it could be a really quiet week and it'll show up anyway. <laughs> we, don't want, we don't want to focus too much on that. Just make sure that you need to do something. It's 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 with passion. You know, that's all I really care about. It doesn't have to just own really the fact nice. that you sent us news. When you when you do something, just think, would John McAfee be proud of me right now? <laughs> and if the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. It's like the time you whip up bath salts. Like, would John be proud of me right now? He's hella proud. Like, <laughs> so um, the first story that we have on here um, is a pretty big one that came out recently. This was about Cyber Bunker that was uh, it was raided, and people were arrested, and it's just a huge dumpster fire for them. Was it a cyber bunker? It was an actual bunker. It was an actual NATO military bunker in Germany. And but like, is that, is that what they call it? Yeah, they called it Cyber Bunker. Yeah. Huh. It's, it's, so, it's painted on the wall. Yeah. Cyber, Cyber Bunker um, yeah, had posted a lot of uh, dark web markets and um, other illicit places. And they also were involved in a bunch of uh, sketchy stuff like DDoS attacks and things like that. Um, also, I love that there was another one, the original Cyber Bunker. Um, there was a meth, or MDMA lab in the same bunker, um, which is pretty funny. Yeah. John yeah, would be proud of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be proud of that. Um, but yeah, um, they definitely, uh, I don't know. This is just one of those things where just you play, play stupid games. I, was actually, and surprises, I, guess. I was actually going to get um, 
a rack, not a rack, but uh, some hosting with them. Um, because uh, with Packetel, uh, I needed hosts that didn't give a shit about what was on the network, really. Yeah. And, uh, they were one of them, but they were actually surprisingly expensive. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, that's the only reason I probably don't have a seized server right now. That's what, like, so that's the thing about this, like, bulletproof hosting, can't take down, blah, blah, blah. It, it's like, it has the things that attract people who are doing internet. Like, you know, because if you scan from, if you just scan stuff from Amazon, your box gets turned off, you have to respond to a thing, it gets like, oh, turned off, the network traffic gets stopped and whatever like that. There's a lot of things in place. Like if you want to, you know, do any, minor stuff you need at least a decent host to you know run your boxes on but the second that you want anything that could like be hosted next to a cp box or something like that's yeah well so my view of it was if you know i i you know if a if a packet of theirs tends to make it their way towards my box and i happen to notice it and they get owned then that who who's to blame who's to blame yeah Situation. Right. Uh, it's, yeah, I guess, yeah. uh, actually, because I would be owning their <laughs> box. But uh, in that hypothetical uh, situation, yeah, I mean, you're, you're definitely, you're playing, unfortunately, with some really nasty people uh, that are doing heinous things. Um, yeah, yeah. When you it's, it it seems to be like the same magnet is attracting two different things, you know? Like you want it for one reason, they want it for way worse reasons, um, and then it leads to not a play, not a cool thing called Cyberbunker, where it's like a you know it's it's an uncool thing called Cyberbunker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of bunkers, do you recall the Acid Bunker in the states? So like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, what uh, what what's up with that? Uh, it was a dude who was manufacturing LSD in a massive like military bunker oh yeah. one of the missiles and, uh, yeah 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 it was a party bunker but um the my favorite thing about that story is there was an undercover cop on the job and he uh he had grown a beard so that he'd, he'd fit in you know like doing his doing his work and um during the final raid he went out to the car and he dry shaved with like a disposable razor and so he'd like ex- like cut himself and whatever like basically you know not the best way to shave for anyone who shaves their face and when he went when he went into the bunker he basically just like absorbed shitloads of lsd and had to be taken to the hospital oh no and like then they didn't have a bed for him in the in the hospital so they had to put him in the children's ward and there's like dragons on the wall and shit so he was like flipping out (laughs) in the children's ward there's like flying dragons and shit he's like because you know this is like more LSD than any normal person could ever ingest. And uh, I think he got a full pension off that one. <laughs> I just like the fact that there's such a thing as a party bunker. Yeah. Like, there's like what you're doing oh, is, yeah. if that's an intense enough party, then it has to be done in a bunker. That's a, it's got to be a pretty wild party. <laughs> yeah. There's, I there's think actually there one in Vegas, actually. I think maybe we should look into that. Uh, since our yeah. balloon or our satellite idea got stolen, uh, let's look into a party bunker. Yeah, party bunker next year. Um, so <clears throat> the next uh, story that we have on here is a pretty big story that happened uh, this week. 
Um, this is a this is an interview with the person who had released the Checkmate exploit for um, iOS and they or like Apple devices. Um, the in the cheat code section, if you want to see the actual source code for it, that is there. I included this just because it was a bit easier if you wanted to read it and they had no idea what the background was. But um, basically, somebody um, Axiomex um, had <clears throat> released a boot ROM exploit for 11 generations of iPhones, which is pretty pretty stunning because their boot ROM stuff is not um, that common um, for jailbreaks. And so this person basically released something that is not password to Apple because boot ROM things are read only. So if you can find a vulnerability in the code that is used to bootstrap the phone, um, you pretty much are not going to be able to ever change it. Um, it's going to stay that way on that device. But so because this works on so many different iPhones, um, this is basically enabling jailbreaking on a ton of different devices, like millions, hundreds of millions. Yeah, there's I a like couple that it misses out there. The, I think the, the 10XS doesn't, and there's one other one that doesn't as well. I think it's everything yeah. below XS. Yeah, but that's like that's like the very latest. So this is like yeah, if you have an that's iPhone, like you know, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I also like how they timed it in uh, in time after the new phone launch. Yeah, right after they're the like, release. They're like, okay, like if this is we're having an unpatchable exploit here, we wait till wait till after. Something I'm always curious about with this kind of stuff. Like I know that with Android, there's been a few few cases where like. You can use uh, local privesc to get, you know, to root it, right? Um, but like, I'm wondering if this has other security implications, right? So, the 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 points that the um, exploit developer wanted to make was that there's not um, any remote execution. Oh yeah, it needs physical access. Yeah. It has to okay. Be physically accessed. It only um, works if it's tethered, um, and it also needs to. Um, it has to run each time the device boots, and it also doesn't bypass any of the security protections. So, like, if you don't have a, a pin on the, if you have a pin enabled or Touch ID or anything like that, it's not going to be able to bypass that. So you basically have to already completely own the iPhone. Um, yeah, right. And actually, do anything on it. Um, but what it does allow is for people to develop and sideload whatever they want to on it, the same way they would hack on any other jailbroken device. Um, yeah. It, well, what it well, does is like you could chain it with something else, right? Like if you were to find an authentication bypass or some other. You potentially could, but realistically, you would have that auth bypass already. I mean, it's yeah. it's not it's not really known that there's it's as of this, as of like the writing of this and the yeah there's right writing. now there's not really anything that's going to be weaponizable by malware. It's more just like a way to unlock the phone. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that that is like. Um, your entire file system or whatever is encrypted where the pin is stored on later iOS devices is not anywhere accessible. Like you can't retrieve it. Uh, as far as I know, you can't anyway, or attempt to crack it. So like that encrypts your, like that's like a, a follow on effect of file system and then like key bags and then key chains and so on and so forth. So like, you know, like plug it in, jailbreak it. Like you don't plug it in and then be like, oh, look, I got like everything. Like you still need. Yeah. So, so that's stuff. before the, uh, that's before the boot ROM happens? Is like that? It, this is during boot ROMs. So this is like, uh, yeah. So this is like right before everything happens. So if you had like a, you know, malicious way to 
deploy it like, uh, I don't know, some sort of lightning cable that can bitbang things, OMG cable. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you could possibly, you know, chain it with like with, with later attacks, but, um, you know, to jump that gap, wait for the user to unlock it or something. But then you still require user interaction. You're not going to trick someone yeah. uh, into doing it. But one of the cool things that it did uh, that I read just briefly was that uh, it does allow like JTAG debugging after, um, which I don't know how hard that. I'm sure it's not just like a enable JTAG flag, but um, yeah, once you can start doing that, it, it opens up the the exploit, uh, the, the vulnerability detection a whole lot more. Didn't someone just release a little like hardware JTAG thing for iPhones? I'm not sure. I swear I saw something about that on Twitter. Um, but, I mean, there was the this does enable it, so. But uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. The um, oh man, the way that it's uh, the way that it. So iPhone 3, if you remember, there was like a buffer overflow in like the certificate check uh, that verified the, the firmware that was about to boot. Do you guys remember that? Uh, possibly. And it just like, that is like, okay, that's it forever now. That's the end of the iPhone 3. Yeah. So I mean, this is, I'm, I'm sort of this is a fun time for iPhone security or iOS security. Yeah, yeah. I realized I was muted. I said I do not know that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely a fun time. Um, I mean, yeah, if you are interested in learning more about iOS stuff, there's some really great write-ups that are floating around with some stuff in our show notes too. Um, so check those out if you are interested. Um, so, uh, Nux, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Nux? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. So, okay, yeah. cool. Hey, Yo, so the next story that we have on here involves our pal Nux. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about uh, what happened this week? Uh, yeah, so um, AT&T recently um, opened a bug bounty program through HackerOne within the last couple of months. I can't remember the exact exactly when it went live. But um, so I was just doing some recon and finding subdomains and stuff like kind of like deep hidden stuff that nobody really finds. And I came across like the E-rate portal, um, and there was a um, Git request. So I started messing around with that, trying different things, and nothing worked. But um, I don't know if you guys have ever tried to use uh, negative one on a blind SQLi. Like, so if it was like, for example, this was reason equals six, and you did negative one after that, it would actually load reason equals five. So that's like a way to get like a visual representation of like a blind SQLi. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but fuck making blind SQLi payloads to actually do anything useful. So I put it in SQL map and literally within two requests, it redirected to, it was going to redirect to tips.fbi.gov, but it actually took the Git parameter along with the payload and added it to the web directory that it was requesting on the FBI subdomain and effectively forwarding an attack to the FBI with no refer header. So it looked like I literally just decided to either SQL map the FBI or just try and attack it. Wait, were you, cool. so you're saying that you were intentionally attacking the FBI for no reason at all? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. That is really wild. And I uh, gotta wonder how many people hit that before you did. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure that this was something that was in place before the bug bounty. I, I really don't yeah. think that somebody set out and was like, oh, we're going to get these bug bounty well, kids. So like, uh, the fact that it's the tip site makes it worse, in my opinion. Right. Like, if it's just the you know, root domain, then that's not doing anything. But if it's tips, like, you could be spamming the hell out of the FBI with a bunch of random tips. Well, it... Yeah. Like what my what if it would have just redirected to the domain without adding the freaking git request that would have been totally different but that's that's not what not what it was doing and it was it was funny because it seemed like nobody cared until that article came out like yeah I, well but it's also like if you go to tips that I got it pops up this huge warning that's like uh, if you submit a tip that's invalid you're like subject to fine right right it's like oh it's, my god it's <laughs> it's like it's the equivalent of filing a false police report right yeah and they're they're yeah god hey, uh, i'm curious did the fbi reach out to you oh no they did not yeah yeah i mean it's so, not the same as submitting the form though right they're just getting they're just you're filling up their apache logs with bullshit yeah. I mean, assuming that you don't hit the right endpoint, yeah, probably not. But it's still possible that you could, right? Like, yeah. especially if you're spidering it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, like, one of the things that we people had made the point a bunch was that it's it's akin to, like, you know, I wouldn't say swatting, but I definitely would say that it's it's like entrapment in a way or something. You know, it's like basically just like it's such a such a niche weird scenario but it's it, it puts the people who are doing the research at risk which one if you're like a regular like website and you don't get a lot of traffic and you do something like that just for like yucks that's one thing but if you have an in scope url and you're doing a professional bug bounty this like it's just such a wrong thing to do like it, it's just i mean yeah, i don't know I think even if you're not doing it it's still point. like even if you're not doing it though like even if it was done before the bug bounty program i still don't feel like that's an ethical way to do it right like there's other yeah, ways to sell stuff and it's like you're not getting any like valuable information from that either from honestly the i had a different take i thought it was hilarious and i still think it's hilarious like and and you know that's just personal yeah. preference but it's uh it's re it's what i would call um at like an active measure right like mm -hmm. it's it's an active intrusion detection system that not only so, yeah, detects yeah. the intrusion it forwards and messes with the attacker i think it's funny i like i i that's some kind of that i actually literally used to do that on my yeah but, but the difference like, is though is that you weren't running a, a bug bounty program that nope, was like I setting people up to do that and inviting people to do that which is i think the yeah. key difference with the doing promise it if it's True. just for yucks like that's one thing well, i think also like but, but again nux even agreed that this was probably set up long before the bug bounty yeah. ever even existed but i think yeah. also just in general like can you imagine 18t.com doesn't have a bug bounty program imagine how much stuff they just get barraged with every single day right like oh yeah even if it's like an active defense measure right like you're intentionally redirecting them to fbi so fbi sees it i guess like you're still 
potentially taking up FBI resources <laughs> and directing malicious traffic to the well, FBI, right? Like, I yeah. actually, I believe that they probably were getting attacked regularly by somebody and said, oh, okay, sure I are. know what I'm going to do. I'm going to redirect it to the FBI and then the FBI will investigate it. And that's yeah, probably actually funny. literally what happened. It's definitely an old way of thinking of like, I'll just tell the FBI about this criminal. Right. Yeah. But um, being AT&T and running a bug bounty, wanting results, this definitely is going to leave the, just the article, even if anyone wasn't involved with it, will leave a sour taste in the mouth of any potential bug bounty hunter who was about to embark on their AT&T journey. Like they're now yeah. going to be like... Yeah, so they're just oh. gonna report me to the FBI if I try and find something instead of paying me. Like, I'm gonna go somewhere that's gonna pay me. Although, think about this, right? You're out there, you're trying to like use some sick O days on AT and T, and you get a call back from the FBI instead. <laughs> you're not gonna get a call back from the FBI. <laughs> like, honestly, it's more likely that you crash the FBI website. Like, just I, know. I don't know. I, I feel like I have more confidence in AT&T.com standing up to abuse than FBI. You know what? I I, dis I disagree. I think they'll both fall over. I, do, I was just gonna say they're both equally incompetent. Um, I think another thing here is like, how the hell didn't they notice that? Do they not have people who are regularly auditing their sites? Did the people who are auditing them not notice that? I don't think like, the FBI notices it. Honestly. Got read logs. AT and T. AT and T. Like, I don't think, are you, I don't think either one of them give a give a single shit. AT and T yeah. is yeah. an MSSP for sure. So I, I the MSSP they, uh, probably just tuned it out. Yeah, they I'd probably say they just, just tuned those like splug plugs and or you know whatever, and we're just like yeah. anything. I feel like they have to have external external auditors, right? Like there's certain compliances that they probably need at least some of that stuff for. Yeah, it's just like it's kind of surprising that nobody has seen that before. If it's a new, if it's not a new thing, I guess the I, takeaway well, from this is. If you're setting up a bug bounty program that you should and and you're creating your scope, um, you should go through it. And make sure that the things in your scope are actually the things in your scope. Like, don't you know? Yeah, I mean, like you need to know what your assets actually do and how they behave yeah. before you can set up a bug bounty program. Especially <laughs> when you're telling people like this is what you're allowed to hack. Like this is the terms of our agreement, in terms of our engagement. And then you don't even know what's in there. So right. you, yeah, I mean, what a silly agreement. also part of like the bug bounty thing is right. You don't know like where there's shit going, where on the, on all your stuff and you're paying people to figure it out. This is just a, yeah, you shouldn't be though. Uh, uh, <laughs> That's a bit of a different thing. Right. So it's just, what like, was their, okay, was well, it, thanks. I can find it. So it wasn't their main site. So I'll give them that. At least it wasn't, you know, the TLD, but still. What was it? What site was it? Erate.att.com. Erate? Yeah. Um, what was yeah, it looks like something that may not be used a lot, like an internal discount thing. It's, yeah, like what does it look like, like a site that people were probably trying to own a lot or what? Get inside the head of the blue team here. What What do you think made them go to this length? It, I mean, I don't know, because it's like it's it's like for schools and stuff to get discounts for like phone and internet services. It's like I mean, to be fair, stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean to be fair, you could brute force the hell out of this with a pin number and they have a build yeah. entity number and a pin number, and I'm sure you could find some interesting information. 
Well, and it does have a bit, it has like a huge big legal disclaimer. It's like unauthorized or un attempted of unauthorized access, blah, blah, blah. So they cover themselves for like the active defense stuff. But uh, I, bet still, you, like, the I bet you there's other interconnects behind that that uh, might be of interest to outsiders that um, yeah they got desperate and put some, some barriers up. I mean, it's also possible that somebody was just brute forcing pins here. They're like, oh, see ya. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They brute forced the pins and they're like, like that's you know the original def defense. And then they go, okay, someone's brute forcing pins. Just if more than N requests come in with like burst or whatever, redirect to the FBI, you know, like fail to ban type shit. Yeah, what was the trigger? Was it the SQL injection or was it the raid? Wait, could you say that again? What actually triggered the redirect? Do we know? Was uh, it the SQL uh, injection? Was it the raid? Yeah, it was the SQL statements because just select alone would do it. So that's weird. I'm wondering if like, because if it was a brute force, that would make sense. But if it's SQL, then like, if somebody, did they have blind SQL and were like, hey, we'll just send you over here so that we don't have to worry about it. I'm, I'm and you know what, you know, the funny part is, is that I got so distracted that I never finished testing that. And like, I'm almost positive that it was. Oh, vulnerable? Yeah. Really? It's, probably uh, yeah. Not, it's, it's not anymore. It's definitely not anymore, but. Oh, why? Did they take it down? Well, I mean, yeah, they went and took that down. So they looked at everything. Uh, I mean, it's still up, or at least it's up right now. You know, we use the like mod rewrite and you just like, you, have you ever seen a mod rewrite that someone's put up and inside it is like, a regex match for like select. Oh yeah. god! Then, yeah, that's all <laughs> yeah. they do. That's yeah. 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 <laughs> like it's just so such a simple, filthy way. And it's like, oh, okay, let me, you know. And for anyone who's listening that that needs to get around that thing, you just put a quote in the middle of your uh, like, you know, slash star star slash in the middle of select somewhere, and you bypass like a null byte. Yeah, null byte, like some bullshit like that. You're like, okay. Yeah, encode it there's just so many options and yeah. they're all available in the tamper module of SQL map <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's really interesting but even from like a defensive perspective there's no advantage that you get from redirecting the traffic to the fbi like i mean people do a lot i mean of outside stuff, of it makes no sense all the time <laughs> yeah i mean i guess honestly if the site was actually vulnerable to sql injection you redirected the FBI. I, I suppose that could scare off some of the some of the skids, maybe. But you know what? Okay, like so, what we've theorized about a whole bunch of different ways they could have done this. You know what's easier than any of that? Like just fixing the fucking SQLite. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's corporate America, man. Well, and it's also it, it, it's it's Hanlon's razor, right? Like it's most likely just some stupid mistake or joke that somebody made and then just forgot to turn back off, right? Like. Yeah. I, I think that we could theorize about all these great, you know, like ways of doing it that they decided they wanted to do. But I think there was no real premeditation for this. I think it was probably just random. Like, yeah, hey, let's redirect the FBI. <laughs> uh, damn it. I just remembered a meme that I left up as a server. <laughs> Memes as a server. M-A-A-S. <laughs> um, yo, so let's move on to the next story here. Uh, do, do, yeah, do you think we could get MG on here? Is he is he around? Um, this is a story about him. I mean, uh, his lightning cables are uh, going to be mass produced. Why don't we move on to the next one and I'll ping him? Yeah, all right. So the next one is definitely takes the cake for headline of the year. 
Um, shout out to uh, Samantha Cole at Vice for the headline threesome blowjob scene on giant highway billboard could have caused an accident. <laughs> Such a ridiculous headline, but yeah. So, anyways, the this uh, somebody just broadcast porn to a um, a highway sign, and yeah, I mean it's highway signs are the big billboards. Kexec released the. Uh, there's zero day on how they actually were able to do all their sign hacking. I'm not sure if it's the same system. It has not been reported, but people have said that this um, this billboard specifically regularly just displays a Windows desktop and not anything else. Okay. So, no, oh, oh, no. So, so this just, is like a notorious hey. billboard. That's funny. Yeah, so people already knew that it was just like broken all the time, which That's is just great. why this is the icing on the cake of it. I yeah. mean, who knows how this was managed or anything, but... Uh, <laughs> well, clearly yeah. it, was, it was managed by porn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's that just goes to show the state of what these things are, really. They're not really anything special. They're just monitors that are attached to a computer. I mean, a lot of signs are like that. But yeah, these sort of big signs like this, you know, usually you can just uh, VNC or RDP into them and just uh, have at it. That's um, pretty much. I feel like it'd be a really weird time to be a police officer. You just have all (laughs) this shit to deal with. You'd be like, I would never expect to talk about this. Yeah, no, I mean, this, that, I mean, this is the logical conclusion of it. I mean, people who were doing sign hacking in the past have usually just done something with like, like a meme or like some sort of culture jamming type thing where they have like a slightly oh, ad, which is like, I always think pretty respectable. Um, you know, if you're going to do something, at least make it funny. This is pretty just ridiculous. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's funny, but at the same time, it's like, you definitely could have caused an accident. You definitely could have like scarred some little kid for life who was driving down the highway with his parents. Come on. Nah, man, come on. Like, get get, get out of here. Get out of here, dude. Well, dude whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, the, the real damage is, I honestly think that there's definitely people They're... who would just stare at the billboard and get to an accident. That's so they much. didn't, though. Nobody fucking died and no kid, no kids scarred for life. What are we talking uh, about here? These are all hypotheticals. Oh, all yeah, we got to wait a few years and see if any of them go crazy. And that's how you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. This <laughs> is another 10 all, years. Brace it all back to this that. one story. I mean, I'm not saying any of this would particularly harm somebody, but it definitely is one of those things where, yeah, it's like this sort of I thing. Think it's if you were. If you weren't to do it illegally, if you were to be a sign contractor that did this, you would get an FCC fine um, of like several tens of thousands of dollars um, for that. So it's just, it's an interesting thing where, I mean, people who do broadcast intrusions as well, people who broadcast porn on like the Super Bowl or. Yeah, I was just going to say Super Bowl. I mean, those kind of things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually curious as to like, I I wouldn't be that surprised if these guys still got a fine for that. Because it's their yeah, sign, right? right? Like they really should. I mean, it was their responsibility, well, their sign. Someone, someone <laughs> broke, physically broke into a shed. And uh, do you know what they're actually called? They're uh, called the Blowjob Billboard Bandits. <laughs> so are they on Twitter? Yes. Yeah, I'm reading the article about actually the they actually have a photograph of these two freaking nerds and hoods and glasses and uh, yeah, yeah oh like, yeah that's the other picture I wasn't sure if that was later <laughs> or not that was awesome Those, that's they amazing. were um they're just like hazmat suits look like I I I think it's funny I have no uh no issues with it 
Uh, I'm, I yeah, would, yeah. Is, it, is it going every day? It, please, the love of God, is, make, make make my day, please. So there's um there's absolutely room for people to get in accidents by being distracted by billboards, and that's exactly why all billboards should be banned. You know what yeah. I mean? I absolutely agree. Yeah. Billboards so, like this are like obnoxious. Imagine if you had to live underneath this billboard and it was just playing porn. <laughs> oh, so or, or just like. I like I like funny. this dystopia. I like this cyberpunk. You know, like five minutes. It'd be funny for like five minutes, but then if it was like if it had audio, <laughs> I'd be so, so mad. Uh, I, I get mad at the giant trucks that pass yeah. by my house, let alone just like porn playing. Hello, police. Yes, the oh the blowjob is is upsetting my dogs. You know what's <laughs> funny is there's literally trucks that basically play porn in Vegas, right? Like those yeah, things that have do. like the nudity on it. Oh, it's the most obnoxious thing ever. Like, I don't know. Having anything like that is just ridiculous. But yeah, especially billboards that play video. Maybe that's that's why these kids did it. Why these people did it. This reminds me of like Idiocracy type thing. Like, you know, if, if you remember in Idiocracy, the movie like where they, uh, he is like, can we go to Starbucks? And he's like, we don't have time for a hand job. Because in the future, everybody's so dumb, they just skip the dopamine caffeine and they replace it with hand jobs. <laughs> Yo, Brad, it has molecules, man. Come on. Yeah, it's Rondo. It's got, it's got, <laughs> got electrolytes that plants crave. Yeah. Do that. Hello. Hello. So, Rejoining. Um, um, yeah, my, my, medial, uh, my audio is actually really lagged. It was really odd. But uh, uh, that billboard story was freaking hilarious i don't know if we're still on it but i yeah uh, wrapping I it up about the dystopia of having a giant sign that just plays porn outside of your house and you can't turn it off i think yeah, it, we about i would laugh i love it that would that would actually bring me out of my depression so much yeah but like after a few weeks <laughs> you'd probably just want to break into it right uh, well yeah of course definitely right I, I, that's my theory I want to break I, I, out with that theory. It's put in front of me, like <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, I feel like that's probably what happened. Is these oh, kids were like, or these people were like, hey, yeah, they're like, hey, there's this obnoxious billboard that's always on the windows thing. Let's let's screw with it. Oh, I mean, because like who else just like I don't know how would you have like parked on the side of the highway? Well, I so the know. the Vice article shows a picture of him, like Pike said. Uh, it, it shows yeah. a picture of the two guys, uh, and it, it, it's so Pike. Did you say they actually did break in physically to do this hack? Yeah, it says that yeah. they actually had to break into a small shed that had the computer at the base Below of the tower. Billboard. Okay, yeah, I see it. So, I, uh, yeah, that's that's definitely. I don't know. Crime a day. Crime a day. I think, that's okay. Crime a day. One crime a day. One crime a day. One crime a day, and um, hopefully they do was, more. That was their day. <laughs> um, and so the next story that we have on here, I've been reading bits and pieces about this. Um, this is Facebook and WhatsApp are signing an agreement to basically share um, encrypted messages with British police. I've also heard it about uh, with US law enforcement as well. Um, but yeah, it's basically just instead of like trying to do a crypto backdoor like has been <laughs> proposed many times, um, just having them agree to be able to subpoena these sorts of messages that they want is just the thing that they're going to be doing now. Isn't um, uh, WhatsApp owned by Facebook? 
Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's really just Facebook agreeing to this. Yeah. Well, but WhatsApp is, I guess, you know, people who might use that and not make the distinction. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose Messenger is different. Yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those things. I mean, a lot of companies will, you know, gladly share the logs. Um, WhatsApp has been, you know, praised for being a bit more secure in certain ways. Um, I mean, I don't really use WhatsApp, but I mean, a lot of people do. They have end to end encrypted messages, but I mean, they, they, regardless, like the people who run the application server that you use, it's up to them. You know, they can do pretty much whatever they want. It doesn't matter what you, you want, really. <laughs> they can just uh, grab your keys. I don't know about you guys, but over here, the politicians themselves use WhatsApp to speak to each other because it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things that, like, I don't know, I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this. I think it's better than a crypto backdoor, but it's still not ideal. Like, the one thing I would be really concerned about is uh, something like uh, what China is doing with WeChat happening, right, where they go, go the censorship route, and that would be concerning. But I think it's yeah. better than a crypto backdoor. I mean, did we put that up? There's no, I didn't think, I don't think that article made it on, but. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Your other article that you sent me. What was that again? Uh, I'll paste it in the chat. But hold on. Let me just clean up because it's it's got nice tracking links on there. UTM. For instance, send friends UTM. UTM equals six minus one. I really want a Chrome extension that just strips that out. I'm sure that there's one out there. Oh, yeah. Just strip on and or any ands or any, any, uh, so ID equals UTM. Yeah. I pasted it into uh, the the whatsy thingy, the uh, the Twitch chat. Twitch chat. I'll paste it into uh, the other thingy as well, Matrix. But yeah, so like it, like now, so this isn't exactly new, uh, but you could already go to jail if you didn't hand over uh, crypto keys. So this is the other uh, direction that they were going. Um, but if, if you were like surveilled accessing a machine, so they were known that you, it was known that you were accessing something that had uh, crime on it, like evidence on there. And then you, you failed to hand over that password that was proven that you, you knew what it was. Um, you could already do like consecutive two year stints in jail. Yeah. Now Australia want to just fine you uh, like 50 grand um, and put you into jail up to 60, like, sorry, 60 grand or put you in jail for five years if you refuse to hand over other passwords that police suspect you of doing a crime. So you don't, you're not guilty at any stage at this, at this point. Uh, what's um, the conversion rate for Australian dollars in Australian years? That's all I know. I mean, it's like 30 grand or something. It's probably, a bit, actually, it's not. It's like probably about 47 or something. So about, um, about seven months per year. Yeah. So, yeah. But if you uh, are suspected of terrorism, it's like up to 10 years in jail or $126,000. Um, well, that's interesting. So that the suspected crime impacts the sentence? Yeah, it's a suspected, it's the suspected crime. Like, you don't even need, like, they can just be like, hey, hand it over. And you can be like, fuck you. And they'll be like, I wonder oh, what would happen if you turned it over and it wasn't terrorism. So, yeah, they'll well, get they, the ten years, right? Yeah, you, 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 they just give you the five years. I don't know. <laughs> hand it over. Yeah, I, no, hand it yeah, over. Yeah, what if you're like six years into it? 
yeah so i don't know this is just like another like following on from the whatsapp handing over stuff like, and there's no specific app or anything they're targeting it's just like hey unlock your phone unlock your laptop um and that's crazy so before you travel internationally you just wipe all you know open up signal delete all history open up telegram delete all history and uh and then travel or better yet set exploding timers on all of them anyway you no, but that'll, in, leave, that'll leave who you've been speaking to if you remove everything and just remove oh yeah that's true everyone. that's true yeah yeah if you say exploding a lot in the airport <laughs> while you're traveling though <laughs> you'll, uh, just um you'll end up just tomorrow. rename everybody in your phone to like Mom. Jihad, <laughs> or yeah, that too. Uh, there was one time I walked into an airport, slightly related, and I forgot my phone. Uh, like ringtone was like uh, Counter Strike noises. <laughs> Come so on, I got, I got a text. Oh message. god! Oh no! <laughs> almost implanted, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I have a um, like a set of lockpicks that are kind of like a wallet card, and they uh. The back of them is kind of rounded. So uh, when you look at it on an x-ray, it looks like a bunch of tiny knives. I, I totally didn't realize that I had them in my wallet until like, I went through the security. Not That's fun. great. I think my only funny story is actually I carried a fully loaded machine gun on an airplane. I had to give up my tweezers because it didn't meet TSA policies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my only funny story. Tell us a little more about that story, buddy. That sounds I had a machine gun. I was okay with it. That's all you need to know about that part. And I had to give up my fucking tweezers. That's yeah. very, very funny. I hate when they make the tweezers. a machine gun, though. Yeah, it was a machine gun and 30-round ammunition. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> give up my yeah. tweezers. The weirdest thing I had to give up was only handcuffs. They weren't even real. That was, uh, that was weird. They were made of candy. No, they, uh, they were like made of metal, but you could open them like without a key. <laughs> Or uh, kinky handcuffs, not secure handcuffs. That's, that's I thought it was going to practice like locking, pick, picking the lock yeah. behind your back, yeah. and then you want to get out. But also, you know, maybe so who knows? But uh, handcuffs. They don't you like got them. like one of those gigantic educational handcuffs. They probably <laughs> <laughs> the one with the different colored mechanisms. This yeah, yeah. Just like, what the hell is this? <laughs> to show you how it works. I've got this uh, really big culprit that I need to arrest. <laughs> He's also five of um. I smell the something something. Okay, I'm gonna screw that. Up. <laughs> I need to uh, arrest the giant four year old. <laughs> All right, that's going to a dark place. Let's go ahead and stop that <laughs> right now. So machine guns in the talk- airport are okay. <laughs> yeah, just as long as we're not talking about little kids, we'll be fine. Let's let's uh, skip over this Chinese state hacker, state sponsored hacker story. Um, it's just yeah, targeting uh, utility stuff. But read that. China doing China stuff. Um, the next one though is the one that I've really been waiting to talk about. This is the explosion about uh, CrowdStrike that happened um, the day after our last stream. Um, so yeah, oh, God, yeah. Uh, this was this was some shit. This was such an insane thing to watch unfold but yeah so um tldr yeah. uh trump and the ukrainian president talked about um you know the things they talked about the extortion stuff that he was doing um and he mentioned crowd strike though in which 
I don't even know. Like, I feel like that was just like a trigger word for all the QAnon bots because they literally went ape shit about CrowdStrike on every single. If you will go to CrowdStrike's Twitter, every single one of their posts since that day is just littered with these insane bots, like, like posting like "You're fucked," like "You're all going to jail," <laughs> and like also these really blurry, crazy like arrow diagrams with like Clinton, CloudStrike, Uranium One, like every single fucking thing, and like they literally went absolutely insane about it. And this article just kind of sums it up because this was like one of the earliest things that I saw posted, which was good because there's a lot of fake, fake information going out saying that CrowdStrike was like owned by, oh, Trump himself said that CrowdStrike was owned by like a Ukrainian or Russian billionaire. What was it? Um, Yeah, basically just complete nonsense. Um, Also saying that CrowdStrike is the ones who they refuse to let the FBI look at the DNC server and that CrowdStrike alone is the only people who ever said anything about Russia hacking uh, the DNC and all this stuff is just like is patently not true. And um, isn't it though like a large portion of what you just said I thought was actually the case like didn't didn't they do the forensics for Clinton? They did. FireEye also did a yeah, there was multiple person? reports oh. about this kind of thing that went out, though. And what people, the lay people do not know is how DFIR works and, like, yeah. what any of this means. They think that, like, a server is, like, one single computer that, like, you have to get the server. Like, because Trump himself literally is, like, we got to get the server. we got to say, tell, you right. know, ask the server what it has. Like, we have to ask the server. Like, ask <laughs> the server. But you got to remember like, that, like, like, it's a person. It, in this in this whole thing, uh, so Trump cloud striking cloud strike to Ukraine, like basically because he he wouldn't have remembered cloud strike from the reports, right? From the from the email reports because it was only mentioned I think four times was the total number. Yeah, it was like in like a footnote of like the Mueller report, which he definitely didn't read. Exactly, he Trump can't read anyway. That's the other part of this. So he, how did he remember it? And the reason, like, he remembers conspiracy theories, and so, like, I would say, like, you know, after talking to a couple of people, that he's remembered this conspiracy theory about cloud, about cloud, uh, about CrowdStrike. I even yeah, typed about this like a retard. But CrowdStrike, he, I would say, he's remembered this conspiracy theory gone in his head, gone. Ukraine, Ukraine, say it on the phone, tried to like strong arm using this information or whatever. And then now looks like an absolute tard. And if you look at the tweet that there's that, that thug crowd tweet that went out, um, I believe it's still getting. Oh, retweet. it's going. Yeah, I'm going to post this in the chat. So we posted two memes that were about Cloud Strike and this whole situation, which were just thinly veiled. That, that were about oh, I'm just gonna post them real quick. Um, so this first one here got so much attention. I think it like got hit by like a hub account for like QAnon because I had used a bunch oh, of wow, uh, yeah. I used a bunch of um what's it called like hashtags right. And so like this first one like the truth about CloudStrike is finally here or CrowdStrike. Um, and then like all these stupid hashtags, like, and then Google, what is DFIR? Google, what is this? Oh or they take it down. And people like responded to it. Like, yeah, like people literally as we're talking are still talking on these threads. And like they're, 
putting like random stuff on here. This stupid, you know, Confederate flag Grim Reaper QAnon meme that I made. It just says a server is a computer program that can run on a single computer or multiple computers. It is usually not a single physical object you can hold. That somehow it just entered the QAnon canon because there's. Well, I think it's the, the the graphics and like the font uh, look like you have to look at it for a second and actually read what it's saying to get that it's not. It's 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 high level meme yeah. craftery. <laughs> it's yeah. using freedom colors too. Yeah, yeah and the Confederate flag. So yeah, and so then before they shut us down, share this. Google what is DFIR with like a Q and a gold anonymous mask, and then like doing <laughs> yeah. on hashtags. People also like retweeted this one and and were all about it. And like, it's like so weird because I put these out just not even thinking anything's gonna happen, and there's people all over the place that are just coming out of the woodwork to just comment on it like just if yeah you were, so, if you were looking for russian bots if you look at who was liked and retweeted it there are shitloads of obvious bot, bot accounts oh, yeah. Like, yeah yeah you know that's an interesting strategy i bet you you could do that to run like a counter disinformation campaign yeah to like style it similarly to disinformation use the right hashtags and you could play the same game but actually provide valuable information. Yeah, so that's what I was trying to do was actually put like, Google what is DFIR? Because if you Google yeah. what that is, then you will understand what this whole story is about, um, which most people don't have any clue about. Or Google what is a server? Because people also seem to not know what that is either. Um, but the interesting one though, like I just posted it in here, this, there's a just Russian gibberish, right? That was like, that was, uh, tweeted at it yeah and i saw a bunch of that it got it got 21 likes and nine retweets like on this, this well and there was multiple accounts that did that it looked like mm -hmm. yeah and so it's interesting to see like how like these bots then boost themselves up and then it just creates this crazy black hole of like just recursive referential tweets to this and then gibberish there's a lot of ones that just have like single characters too like just like an s g yeah like, i mean just any sort of replies that boost stats make it yeah, seem I'll, more attractive to the algorithm i think there's a lot of bots in there as well like just from looking that we're like they're all like proud american mom trump supporter 100 percent like i like how one of them one of the bots or at least one of the people who responded is like angry at you for supporting trump even though if you actually look at the yeah. tweet itself it has nothing to do with it they're so stu yeah. both sides are so dumb when it comes well to and it's stuff. like this account is almost <laughs> definitely a bot like it's got like a yeah. generic photo a bunch of letters or a bunch they're, of letters the they're idiots on on both sides of this table well, and there's yeah. there's bots on both sides Funny. too right like you have disinformation <laughs> yeah. campaigns and boosts on both sides but if you have a look at if you look at some of the, the legitimate people who have liked or whatever and you put yourself in their shoes for a minute and you see like 40 tweets in russian that you don't realize is a translate button on twitter like that's you know that's like sort of feeding into their head i don't think those tweets are even i i tried translating them i don't think no, they even translate no we t we talked yeah. to native russian speakers in in chat that yeah. say that they're gibberish yeah um, like google trans translate thought it was serbian <laughs> yeah that's what i mean like there's like but that doesn't matter that it's gibberish because to those right it looks scary it looks yeah. scary that's it and that's what their goal is obviously otherwise i guess they probably would have said you know russian proverbs or something who knows like, yeah what's the, 
the Lorem Ipsum of, of Russian. Yeah. <laughs> There's like, it's weird though when you like interact with something and then like, I don't know, you just see all the bots come out. It's just like a very interesting dynamic to, to, to see. Like, it's all Twitter is now. Like, yeah. If, yeah. if people want to do it uh, that are listening, if you want to do it and experience uh, what it's like to get swarmed, um, definitely uh, put put a semi-inflammatory thing not like screw trump but something i wonder that actually takes like a second i wonder if you put something like wholesome in it and just tagged it with the right hashtags and styled it in the right way like for you to do like have a nice day exactly (laughs) put put the american flag emoji in your uh, username uh use use maga as your hashtag uh, and then reply to one of Trump's tweets that's that he's just tweeted. Like it, put notifications on mobile notifications, and then re- be one of the first people to reply, and you'll you'll get swarmed. You'll get swarmed. So, a thing I did a while back was uh, I ran a honeypot bot Twitter account for a while. It would just take a bunch of hashtags and rank them based off of how frequently they were involved in a tweet. They got a lot of likes or retweets. And then just randomly generate tweets. I feel like it'd be really interesting to do that as as responses to Trump tweets. Just choose from a list of like trending hashtags. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that I get banned from Twitter, but <laughs> like I'm sure that that's I mean, also you'd be what surprised, they're doing. Though there are yeah, some like, big people doing that all the time. But like even just responding to something, like Hermit res- responded to something. I posted it in the chat, and she got a bunch yeah. Of- <laughs> that was so good. She got what? The you see the I posted it in the Twitch chat. Just from the last Twitter link. It's just uh, try to impeach this, and it's just like the map of like Pornhub searches like across America. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that kind of stuff. Though I mean, people just like random like I don't know like there's people like there's bots that just interact with like all the different things that they try to like boost whatever they think is something that is to them. Because if you look at any of the other stuff, the the last tweet that I did before those um those QAnon ones was here i'll post that one in here it's just QAnon is fucking fake you sad lonely people please <laughs> yeah. family misses you terribly this was the last thing i tweeted before that and i still got we still got hundreds of interactions so it's interesting to see that like people aren't reading the profiles people aren't trying to have any discourse they're just trying to strictly signal boost thing and yeah just caught there's no room for discourse at all it's just all bots well i mean you see I'm wondering, like, like with smart people like or seemingly smart people right where you see a headline or like a headline post and like the actual body like refutes like the clickbait headline but people are still sharing it like like incensed and it's like nah like if you if you read the article like you'll see like what's actually happening here but mm-hmm. i mean it happens all the time that same sort of thing Obviously, clicking, having to actually click it and read is a bit different than just reading what's presented in front of you. But Yeah. I feel like it'd be interesting to look at, uh, if you have Twitter analytics enabled for that account, you can look at like the geographical region and like what Twitter thinks the interests are of the accounts that are interacting with the specific tweet. Mm-hmm. They're usually smart enough to uh, use VPNs in the US. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, and it's, it's like it's yeah. very possible that there's a lot of compromised accounts involved in that kind of. Oh yeah. Thing. So I um, uh, wonder what but, the ratio is for that. That actually, man, there's so many good things that could be done. How about uh, do forensics on it? 
on the day that this all blew up when these articles came out, like it, it was mentioned in, in another chat that imagine if you were the you know the CrowdStrike guy on site at some place, and then just like some yeah. mad maga, like maga guy just comes up and he's like, "Hey, so what about that server?" And you're like, "What are you talking about? Where is this? <laughs> there's where is it? People, there's people that are friends of the show that uh, work there." And yeah, they definitely have legitimate concerns about their personal safety, and I don't blame them one bit. Yeah, at the same time, in a few months, once this kind of all blows over, there's going to be some really great jokes in that in that Slack channel, I'm sure. <laughs> what about they like, got some killer memes in there? Like, who who are the people that have the brains to walk up to somebody that just happens to work there and interact with them over this? Drama. Like, you know, why is it acceptable? Like, it's totally acceptable for me to go up and confront random employee about something he probably has no idea. About. It's probably like the same people who go after Google or Amazon employees for like taking their jobs. Yeah. 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 Or for shadow banning them. Like how, <laughs> like how Trump had that whole entire like summit about shadow banning. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, like, yeah. Was that the people... one where you like, at uh who went to like youtube headquarters and like legitimately like shot people right and well, didn't like, trump have a meeting over didn't trump like, have a meeting with the twitter ceo he did he and had he, a, he, he yeah. with them and a bunch of other mic like just wackadoo people and they're just like why why do we not have any more followers like yeah like, <laughs> that was right after they they started doing like the bot band waves and it's like oh yeah. my follower count went down <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like, oh, like you don't understand it, but you totally implicate yourself in some something really stupid, you know, and you look like an idiot, but you will never know. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I was uh, so I know I missed the start of the show, but over the weekend I was um, I played around with the Nintendo Switch RCM like Tegra stuff, um, and reading about the like reading about it turned out that there was like there's a lot of people who write the wrong thing, so I ended up watching YouTube videos, which is where this relates back of people showing you how like on the latest firmware how to hack like switch blah 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 blah, and they were really super painful to watch like the content was just so cringy like i'm really dumb but i figured out the way that you're supposed to like copy things to an sd card <laughs> yeah and, like like you have to download this thing from sourceforge that formats sd cards correctly and like <laughs> okay um skip that step but they, one of the guys was super mad that his videos were getting uh, demonetized because he was showing people how to run like dumped games on the like. He was like, "Oh, Nintendo is super sensitive when it comes, you know, they're, they're oversensitive when it comes to showing how to like hack hack switch." It's like, well, no, you're showing people how to like take money off other people. This is like, like it is piracy. You fool. Actual that's like why those systems exist for sure. dude it's yeah. it's weird people like uh i feel like piracy has become so mainstream that people like forget it's a crime sometimes like <laughs> well it's like also distributing a pirated content is different than downloading pirated content right like if somebody's actively scraping or stealing content that's a different uh level of abuse than if somebody's just watching that content yeah absolutely um no, I mean it's, it's fucking everything's crazy now. I don't even know anymore. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, so baffled by all these responses here. It's like, how can you be smart enough to do one thing, but not be like dumb enough to realize that it's the wrong thing? 
Well, it's the difference between, you know, common sense and technical knowledge, right? The technical it goes back. One of my favorite. Technical knowledge is very low. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, one, one of my favorite, like, things is the whole, uh, the bit in Jurassic Park where he's like, you know, uh, your scientists were too busy figuring out how to do whatever, but didn't think about it, they should. And yeah. it's like, it's the same deal with that shit. Like, you're just, and, and yeah, it's not, it doesn't take a particularly large amount of technical knowledge for a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so speaking of all this stuff, um, we were trying to get Rudy Giuliani to get on here. Um, we're still going to try. Uh, if you guys want to use the hashtag get Rudy on TV, you cut out right during the hashtag. You're fading out. Oh, no. Um, so we, we have this thing here. If you guys want to reply with get Rudy on TC and just use this hashtag anytime you, uh, anytime you want, um, feel free. Sounds get like we need a copy of that QAnon on font there. Yeah. I'll <laughs> also, <laughs> make sure you tie in your Magna and also QAnon on uh, hashtags and well, make sure the spots go ahead and retweet and like and. Well, <laughs> we never want to talk to Rudy Giuliani about cybersecurity. He is the uh, chief cybersecurity advisor. Three Actually, I think it's the cybersecurity czar. Is the yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Can we get him and McAfee in the same call? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, actually, you know, like... I guarantee he's talked with him before. I, oh, yeah. I, think, oh, have, I think we have enough syllables uh, for McAfee. Oh, I have. I don't know if we have enough narcotics for Giuliani, though. <laughs> Yeah. So, so here's the question: Like, was who was Rudy Giuliani the uh, the mayor of New York during in in 1995 when Hackers was made? Because that is like such a tie-in right there. Oh, he yeah. Made. Oh, yeah. We yeah. We could talk to him about hackers. We could talk to him about yeah. Twenty six hundred. We talk to him yeah. about Joomla. Love Joomla. So big. Joomla. Wasn't there? I remember. Uh, look, people were looking at his site when that was first announced, and there was like some really sketchy like 15 different ports open kind of things going on there oh yeah, oh, yeah. that site was amazing the joomla his joomla site yeah was it joomla yeah yeah it was <laughs> it's still joomla it's not gonna change this oh i wonder if he's updated the joomla version recently i don't think Probably so not. But you can yeah. double check though <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry uh but, speaking I mean, of ridiculously insecure web platforms did we put the v bulletin uh bug we talked about that last week. Yeah, we talked about it last week, but we wanted we brought up last time that there like a bunch of data dumps would happen and whoop to do a bunch happened. Oh, they did too. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. But anyway, back to Giuliani. No, no, no. We can talk about that. There's actually we put yeah. it in the cheat code section. Somebody had released an automated tool to identify uh um it's called vulnerable V Bulletin instances using Shodan, um, mass pwn v bulletin in the uh, cheat code section of our show notes. But, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of uh, interesting work with that. There's been a lot of like back and forth and the obvious stuff. I'm not sure if this is a V-Bulletin dump, but one of the funniest dumps I saw in the week was actually a bestiality website got dumped. And mm -hmm. with all the users' emails, IP addresses, and activity on the site. So, um, man, also those people, unlucky. Maybe you should get a better hobby. Sounds like there's a field <laughs> office that's got to go through some, uh, some work this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something like 40,000 plus users or something. I guess that's, oh my I, God. I, guess, I guess, considering it's such a niche thing, I guess it's kind of big. I don't know. 
Speciality is illegal, right? Is it? I think it yes. is. Yes. Yeah. Be, yeah. No, I don't so, know if it's illegal federally, is it? Yeah. I don't know. You got to wonder, like, how do they go out? Do they go after all those people? Probably not. Probably not. But I mean, but like, let's say, let's say there's a breach. There's forty thousand people. You had evidence of every single one of them committing crimes. That would be such like a. I don't know if you'd be such able a, to do that. That'd be a multi-year. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like arresting 40,000 people. I mean, I'm not saying that that was the case, but that would be crazy. I think it would be the like if you had a, a list, like you just knew these people, like you basically have the dump. So you're like, okay, these people, we they've done something and you cross-reference that against your POIs that you're already interested in. I mean, that's, you know, what, that's the other rule, like one crime at a time type deal. Um, yeah, but like, let's say, let's say that those people like had to do something illegal to join this site, right? And you got a dump of 40,000 of them. Like, I don't know, would there be enough police resources to go after 40,000 individuals? Uh, I don't I think there'd be enough that. police cares to go yeah, after. Yeah. You'd really, need, you'd really need to have like, uh, you know, the, the severity of the crime, I guess, would have to come into a deep, yeah. like, you know, because there I mean, yeah, it's also like the, the child pornography sites that have been hacked, right? Like, those are the kind of things where you definitely often have to you know, people do illegal yeah. stuff to get into them. And yeah, like uh, that's something that's a pretty outrageously terrible thing. So I don't know how you would go yeah, after I mean, all there's of the only, people involved. There's, there's very few organizations that have the scope in order to do that. I mean, mind you, like yeah. said, uh, not always going to be US based. So it's like, uh, yeah, more pressing matters is, is what it too. comes down to. Is, yeah, I guess uh, if there's somebody who's in immediate danger, that might be part of it. Yeah, more pressing matters. Yeah, I th but yeah, again, like if you uh, if you're dumb enough, like it, it, you know, well, you're already dumb enough if you're already on that side. But when when selecting your site for crime, if it says you know V Bulletin and it's on a fucking the regular internet or PHP BB, <laughs> and it's, it's on probably, probably like a shared host. It's probably, yeah, it's only a C panel thing. <laughs> just before you think about committing the crimes. Just close the browser and go the fuck outside because that is some dumb shit. Yeah, but 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 stay away from animals if you are going outside. They, yeah, please, <laughs> please stay, think of the animals, please. Oh, um, so I forgot to mention this um, important thing here. Um, I'll throw this into our chat. Um, we are this week. We launched with uh, Skelsec his POC for his. Well, web version of PyPyCat, so pbk.thug um, is really, really cool. If you are, if you know about or have used um, PyPyCat before, maybe don't do it Losing you, man. Extracting me memory dumps. Dude, you're cutting out. Am I? Is someone? Um, it's yeah. just the longer you talk, the lower you go. Weird. Hold on a second. Um, <laughs> try that again. Is that me? It's, yeah, it sounds like a cable, like a grounding or something. I don't know. Oh, try, you know, try muting it everybody. Else. It might be. Hold on, it might be the cable. That's an interesting point. Thanks. All right, All right. So um, I plugged my phone that. in. I plugged my phone in, so that's probably some some static there. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, there it is. That's not me. I just muted myself. Mm. That was that was buses. Oh, okay. Yeah, buses. Uh -huh. Lot of air conditioner. My bad. Um, okay. So, 
Um, PPK.thug is the web version of PyPyCats, um, which can pull um, information out of uh, LSAS memory dumps. It can pull um, secrets out of registry hives. Um, if you ever pulled passwords out of there, um, hashes and things like that, um, you can parse all of those in the browser on your local machine using ppk.thug. Because um, it doesn't, um, it just basically downloads the WebAssembly binary and it runs um, his script in your browser and is able to parse all of this uh, stuff. So you don't have to install or even have, um, what's it called, Mimikatz or anything like that on your, uh, the machine that you are using to uh, pull this information from legally. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, no, yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. And he, um, Skillsec is he had uh, Excel um, make the front end, and it looks really awesome. And it's uh, yeah, looking really cool. So if you so definitely try it out. Yeah, one of the things is I just put a link into chat. Uh, Skillsec on the GitHub wiki there on the GitHub page is asking for uh, LSAS mini dumps. I mean, obviously they have credentials in them, but uh, just like for testing the the project. So if you have mm -hmm. access to uh, dumps from things that are not your own machine and you have permission to upload. I would yeah. suggest a thing that I used for testing this was someone's from uh, from Hack the Box. So if you have anything like that. Oh, that's a good call. It's um it's actually really really nice for Hack the Box if you are able to grab some files. Say you have some file um, download mm -hmm. ability, but you don't have a you know login yet. Um, if you can grab you yeah. know any of the registry hives or anything like that, um, you can crack the passwords. Um, yep. In the browser. Awesome. Well, and then another un another fun thing about this is that uh, PipeCats is not detected by a lot of the AVs that catch maybe cats just because mm -hmm. like. They just haven't updated signatures for it, and the cross-platform stuff is really cool as well. Yeah, that's an interesting thing as well with with PyPy Cats is that um, a large a large portion of like the Python interpreter itself, like when you package it up, um, is not malicious. So yeah, yeah. Well, and you have Python on a large number of machines by default as well. Yeah. Well, not yeah. in Windows land, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but when you're, it's just useful because, I mean, installing or bringing any binary onto a system is, is tough. So, I mean, he, he yeah. has an open source version of the, of it, I believe he's putting out. It takes a bit because you have to compile it. It's a kind of a laborious process. So he, he had made and packaged up, we, we packaged up all the binaries and put them on the server that runs pbk.thug. So if you are wanting to test it out, definitely go for it. If you have any suggestions or PRs or issues, um, definitely the, the GitHub is linked on the page and it's in the chat as well. Um, if you are somebody who is interested in either contributing to this or you know, do something weirder with it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a cool project. We like to see stuff like this and um, you know give as much uh, airtime as we can to it because it's cool. Yeah, for sure. Skillsec yeah, just keeps pumping out bangers. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Go follow him on Twitter. Real, 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 real good work. And like speaking yeah, yeah. of uh, people uh, with the show that are doing cool stuff, uh, we put it off uh, because we were pinging MG to see if we could get his attention, but he's uh, busy working still. Um, so Absolutely fine. We can talk to him. We can talk to him another time, too. So yeah, you want to just him. save it? Talk yeah, to we can save it. Okay. Yeah, that works. Um, yeah, we got a lot of cool cheat codes this uh, up here. We have a lot of really interesting write-ups that have come out and some cool 
some cool tools and things. Um, my favorite though was this one. I'll post. This is from shout out to Hack Look for this how to exit Vim repo. Is a lot of really awesome resources for exiting Vim. Um, <laughs> so check that out. This <laughs> is uh, it's actually really funny. So like ugly packets. Um, Ash, who's a very smart man who does very smart things with computers. Uh, his his touch bar crashed on his, on his uh, work machine, so he had no escape key. Lol. Yeah, that was really funny. For real. So that's a good read. There uh, is a daily restart for that, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure there is, but it's like lol. That's a much better way. I remember at one point somebody had a pretty solid GitHub dork for just like. W Q W in just like people trying and failing to <laughs> try to remember what it was. Uh, but yeah, you could just see like there's so much stuff like that where people are just like accidentally pressing the wrong keys. Mm -hmm. Like where people are like editing the web page on like on the live server and then they fuck up. So, oh, that's so one of the best yeah. ones that I've seen was uh there's an extension called cloud to butt that changes every instance of the word cloud to butt. And so for a while, you could look on GitHub, you could see a bunch of references to buttflare.com. And somebody actually <laughs> registered the domain um, and said, I think it, they put up a message. It's like, you got, you got the wrong site, buddy. <laughs> I, uh, so from the cheat codes this week, one of the ones that I thought was the funniest is that XM uh, heat buffer overflow. Um, oh yeah, it's that denial service. Yeah, but where it is is hilarious because it's literally in the Elho. It's li it's literally a long ass Elho. What is so it? Like, it? The very first message you send when you connect to an SMTP server, like the very first thing. Oh, oh that's very funny. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's like that's a. Like, uh... That's like a. Oh it's man, like, I really want to run here. There's a plug I want to say where you just hit enter and on login screen when you tell them that it to it, then it would just bypass <laughs> the login. One of my favorite ones is the double auth header that you can set, like a bunch of that kind of bug where you send the auth packet and then you send it a second time with a different identity and it just doesn't check when it sets the uh, username the second time. <laughs> you mean when I like, so you have like a, uh, you have like a, a hash or whatever, like or a list and the, the same entry is overwritten, like has the same key. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's just like a logic bug that it's, I've seen in a lot of different things. But yeah, you basically, you send an authentication packet that's valid, and then you send a second one with a different user that's invalid in the same section. And it's like, oh, set the username. <laughs> yeah. Hey, actually, did we, oh wait, that's still on the list. Are we gonna get to, uh, to TJX6? Please, please God, yes. Are we still going? We are. I think uh, you might be muted. Oh, wait. I Yeah, I was muted. Cool. Um, so, <laughs> I was going to say, TJX6 was arrested uh, for scamming. The way that he, literally this kid, his raps are terrible, but he's out there. He was out there hustling and carding, and he got arrested for hustling and carding. For carding. And what? Big fucking surprise. There is a um in the, of course, now. in the Goodreads of course section. Um, there's a video about uh, TJX6 and Guap Dead 4000 about scam rap. The scam rap is becoming pretty popular. I mean, it reminds me of like um, Sakawa. It reminds me of like just 
rapping about fraud like specifically like, like, this yeah. is so i actually found out this like about um what's his what's his name i forgot it uh, yeah 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 i found out about this guy because um whitey cracker linked it linked him to me and was like lol this guy has nothing to do with digital gangster or anything but he's it's the same vein it's just now that it, it's like it's yeah back to the mainstream well, like there's people from dg who were like obviously whitey cracker rapped about different like uh scams and things back in the day mm-hmm. um and now this guy who's like totally unrelated to like the the hack scene is just started doing sort of like a very similar thing the only difference is this guy's definitely going to go to jail. You know, it's it's it really is like uh, it's it's neat though, right? Because it's like right instead of being out there on the streets, fucking slinging drugs, all that shit, they're literally just doing crime from from the comfort of their own home, right? Yeah. And so it's like they, when they talk about it, they talk about like this is this is the you know the next evolution, right? Way the next and, wave mm-hmm. yeah but i mean yeah shit. it's I a lot it's... like even if they're doing crimes badly they're at least doing it from a, a safer space yeah um, but that kind of defeats the sure. point of rapping about being cool and doing crimes right that's, oh, that's yeah. like if it's safe that that makes it less gangster well I, he went to jail so how safe was that so. yeah that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah i mean it's still I, safer than going out on the street and selling drugs so is it i thought you could do do prosecuting attorneys use lyrics and rap yes. in in evidence? Uh, it depends. Yeah, it, Artistic, it, uh, yeah, it's art. So, but, like people like Bobby Shmurda and Six Nine both got bopped for stuff like that, though. Because so, yeah, I mean, you're talking about an actual event. Yeah. I mean, it it leaves detectives to a place where they can easily take evidence and do that so i think that's what i'm saying is what i'm saying is uh it's kind of for plasmas is it is it something that is common where they just are like yeah this rapper was rapping about it to have probable cause first to even look at that but i mean if you are already getting implicated in a crime and then you have a lyric that's just like yeah and then i went to this place and i shot this guy yeah like if you're describing the exact details of the crime Right, like I think it probably depends on how close it is and like if it's actually related. But I'd imagine that they could use that as additional evidence to be like he described the exact details of this crime as it went down, and there's so, no way they could have gotten that. There's yeah. actually a there's a joke in Boondocks, the Boondocks about this, where he's like, you know, three o'clock yesterday, hit him with the Hennessy, and he's like, oh shit. Yeah, no, that's yeah. literally that's, it's like a meme in rap as people do get. Okay, like go to jail for that kind of stuff. It's like because if you are out there and you are talking about specifically the things that you're doing, it's just you're it's the same as like just when someone comes into like a chat and starts bragging about something that they right. did. Like, you know, it's just like, yeah, you could just be playing a part, but if there's the right person listening and they know the situation that you're describing, then yeah, yep. it'll uh, get you in trouble. Well, yeah. I, think I mean, there's also uh cases, right, where people are rapping about things their friends have done in the first person and so it's like you have to Mm. like i said it has to be tied because it's artistic expression which is protected speech yeah Uh, yeah i mean so it's like if they know you have right there's a difference between knowing you did it and knowing you have knowledge of the thing right so if they know you have knowledge of the thing right you could be uh probably be held for contempt if nothing else 
for well, I think it's also protected speech doesn't necessarily mean because like they're not they wouldn't try you for the speech itself but it's like you know it's like if somebody's in a phone call and it's, they're talking about you know oh yeah i stabbed this person it's like you could just say oh yeah i was joking about it no, or it was about my friend in first person <laughs> no you can't do that that's not how that works it's because yeah. it's artistic expression, which is yeah. much different. Which it's like Tupac, Tupac shot, like, uh, yeah. No, it's like Tupac, like, rapped about shooting cops and all this shit all the time, right? Like, yeah. if you're just able to like, prosecute anyone for the things they say, like, that's no, not exactly not. how it works. Well, no, that's I mean, kind of my point, okay. is that, like, that alone is not enough to prosecute somebody. But that's never usually the case, though. Usually they already have a case against somebody for gang-related yeah. stuff or other fraud stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you're... the icing on the cake for the people that are investigating. Oh, well, you told yeah. us exactly where you did something. Now we know where to look. It's, so, yeah, it's circumstantial. They can bring it up in court. But... Like how to kill a cop? Yeah. And that's like straight up in like, or it's on the verge of inciting killing cops. You know what I mean? It's like how to kill a cop, how to kill a cop, you know? Uh, and even right back, like Ice-T, Cop Killer, like obviously. Um, but there's a there's a big thing here. That the, the difference is if you're going to make this artistic comment and like say this stuff like that, maybe you don't want to like, there's a difference between knowing about applying a method, say say in this case, scamming. There's, there's knowing about how to do certain types of like petty larceny and actually doing those. Petty, right. like, yeah. Maybe if, if you use a really specific technique, that will obviously implicate you. Don't rap about that. Maybe go back to, and rap about your like, you know, the generic technique that could be applied yeah. by anyone in any scenario. Like for uh, the dead prez, like that dead prez. Uh, I forget the name of the track. Um, where they go, you know, we're gonna go to the DMV, get ID. Uh, the name says you, but the face is me, or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 yeah. You know, and they talk about they're gonna rob the pizza guy and all that stuff, like. They didn't actually rob a pizza guy, but they're like, right. this is like, this is the technique, you know? Well, well, I think this is how the buffer Like, yeah, they could have. Well, then maybe well, they did. <laughs> so I think also just like, if you're going to be rapping about something like that, you can change details. You don't have to say 3 a.m. Exactly. It's 3 a.m. It's like, <laughs> I'm 3.45 a.m. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. It, it seems like at a certain point, you're just kind of, it's bad offset. Right. There, if you if you have read any of his actual lyrics, though, you'd probably laugh at how blatant they are and how they specifically tell oh, yeah. different things. Like, I'm about to give you all a free method, but don't burn it out. Drop 40, get a prepaid phone, and make a Zelle account. That'll probably be <laughs> the time this song comes yeah. out. Like, it literally just says well, exactly, like, depending on what site you use, click CVV. Like, wait 10 minutes, and the money should be in your account. Like, it's literally just, like, it's, it's reading one of really those stupid word, word oh, documents. Yeah. Like, wow. Well, I his, like his that, album uh, was called, like, The Scam it. Bible, and it came with the album and also what he called The Scam Bible, which oh was, like, God. like, written documentation. That's actually... So that's, that's a like, good tactic to avoid guides like that getting taken down. What do you mean? Like, I'll give him that. Like, if oh, you were to actually, if that was your goal, was to distribute methodology or like drop us your day, sure. You know, people are, aren't going to remove a rap song about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. he actually had you actual, actual documentation with it too, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody here read any of those kind of methods that are out? Like, do you are you familiar with like the format that they're in? Yeah, it's like a text file encoded as a PDF. It, it, it's like it's like a PDF. It's just like in like Calibri font. 
that just says yeah. like it's just like i don't know it's for me sometimes I, I look at that stuff and I'm just like think back to like when this kind of stuff used to be distributed like like a long time ago and it had like cool ascii art and i was yeah. just like it's just like a screenshot of somebody's iphone notes right it's just, i think like, the difference is that it's like it used to be a lot more like it, it required a lot of effort to i don't know a lot of these methods didn't exist but I feel like a lot of times now it's either for notoriety or for money that people are doing this. Which... No, it's just straight up for money. It's not even for like a oh yeah. I can do this or like I could do this. It's like I'm going. Although to distributing guides is usually for notoriety because like I don't see how that unless you're selling it, right? Like people sell them. They're they're sold and like it's like weird. Yeah, you see the ones that have been leaked and like they're just terrible like there's oh, such like just word documents like with like you said terrible fonts and just awful looking yeah well i mean like the uh, thing about like a lot of the scamming and whatnot is they're not always like necessarily computer savvy right so a lot of it yeah is, no it's written is, for somebody it's in being a call done center. by people who have uh you know kind of negligible computer skills but like the the se aspect if you have some time, uh, I did make the Book of Spam live journal. Uh, so Almighty Spam God, praise him eternal. Uh, take me, <laughs> all that shit. Um, CC's greatest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this live journal's been around for a while, and it's still going. Occasionally, it gets updates. And that's, that's the Bible. There you go. Wow, it's actually in a readable format. That's weird. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is a holy text. Yeah, that's true. But praise, um, praise be. Yeah. Praise Good be. Stuff. I'm uh, glad that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm glad about anymore. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you just got back from vacation, man. That was yeah. quick. I'm still on vacation. <laughs> I'm just reading. I'm reading all these the, the Goodreads things. And I'm like thinking of anything else I wanted to say on them before we go. Yeah, there's so many stupid ones. Like, read like the Police Lives Matter Facebook page that was just run from Kosovo. Like, there's so much of this kind of crap here. Might as well say yeah, a lot of that. With it. What about the demonetized YouTube words? Oh, yeah. Ask, so, the question, yeah. ask the question, dude. Yeah. Ask yourself this question right now Why isn't Ass Pirate demonetization? Why isn't what? Ass Pirate. I don't know. We should try some stuff okay, too. Read it. It's amazing. Huh. This Google, so this these people, these YouTubers, um, Nerd City had done a pretty cool test of the YouTube um, like filtering for demonetization, and they basically were able to discern a list of words that would pretty much guarantee you that you would be demonetized if you had them in your videos, uh, descriptions, um, and titles. So, yeah, definitely check that out because it's really interesting. They also have a video that they put out about it um, as well. This is a um, yeah. wild list. It's yeah. pretty cool though. It's the same as when you find like filters, like word filters. I think we had found, uh, I think it was uh, Zero that had found the Dick Sporting Goods list of filtered words. Like I love reading them because it's just like- I really like the uh, the acronym list that we found. That was a killer. Oh one. yeah, that too. <laughs> this is a crazy week. So yeah, this is, let me put this in here real quick. So uh, a couple days ago, we were, we were, I think it was Hermit who had found a link to uh, McGruff's Safeguard browser for kid. Browser for kid. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And it was a yeah, yeah. it was a web browser that was made uh -huh. by the people who like the National Crime Institute or whatever it is. Um, they had made a 
web browser that was for kids that was basically like like a rat for your kids like to like use as a web browser. Yeah, it was a child protection yeah. uh, block, scary stuff, figure out what your kid is doing online. It's pretty <laughs> It was definitely um, interesting, but the, it, in, inside of it, we took it apart, right? And also um, the there's a domain that it reaches out to for authentication that doesn't seem to work anymore. So we couldn't even activate the software, but we did register the domain. So we're going to be doing some fuzzing on that to see if we can get this thing to act actually activate oh, or make a crack sweet. for it. But the, um, the McGruff safeguard um, thing inside of the, of the files, there was two lists. So one of them was um, this list of acronyms that are just acronyms that you should, that are be filtered and then the definition of the acronym. And there are some very, very, very bizarre and also incredibly outdated acronyms in here. There's some really um, meta ones too that are great. Oh yeah. There's like ones that are referencing like MIT and stuff like, like as if- Well, I love the Usenet ones. Those were good. Oh yeah. Nice. Well, no, there's the kids so these days are talking. Like, oh. Alt chat up black helicopters. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so they have that, but they also have the list of emote icons, which are just emoticons. Um, but there's just a definition of all of them. And a lot of these are like stuff that, I mean, this is like stuff that used to be in like, like, you know, PHPBB, those things like that, where you would post these and it would make a little tiny, stupid emoji for it. Is your um, child yeah, sending code. wiki faces to other kids? I like the Homer. The Homer Simpson one was really cool. That's my favorite. Yeah, one. they had Bender and Homer emoticons. And like three for Reagan and three for Elvis, too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is awesome. Though. We were in there just like laughing at this for like so long. And I haven't finished taking apart the rest of the binary, but I do have the files if you're interested. Um, you can, yeah, they use this weird sketchy CNET downloader and a bunch of other stuff that has to happen. So we have to figure out how to actually get to activate. But once we do, uh, we'll uh, report back. <laughs> Did anybody have anything else before we uh, get going, though? Because it's getting kind of late. I want to meet McGruff the crime dog now. Uh -huh. Me too. I love Dang. this. Plasma has oh, we, uh, Yeah. <laughs> the be gay do crime meme is fucking incredible. I love this. <laughs> uh, can we also drop the, uh, can we drop the torrent for his, uh, Oh, uh, we have it somewhere uh, for the McGruff the Crime Dog uh, Kids Mix or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Love to just post it somewhere on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've got it. I've got it. Here. <laughs> oh, my God. Who made this? Who made this? Somebody made Mind Flayer. Rudy Giuliani yeah. with a CLSSP. Nice. <laughs> That is God, wonderful. We're gonna God post this after. Just, just watch Twitter and you'll see it. This God bless crazy. you. God bless his heart. That's ah. really funny. That's fucking really. Oh my God! Sideways. This one is nice. Dude, are you right. are you gonna... posting it or should I? You want me to post it? Ah uh, man, that's amazing. Oh, we can we can we can just have a thread. Yeah, let's get off. Let's get off the stream. <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Um, thanks for uh, listening. She'll fuck up and get a lawyer. Yes. BKP crimes. If Maxie does it, hack do it. the planet. Also, don't forget to use the hashtag #GetRudyOnTC. We'll try to talk to you next week.
Sigan. Bye. Bye.